0: Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more.
1: Today, I'm joined by Mike Jones, Darlington class of 2004 and Leadership Darlington class of 2016. We will be talking about his path to Darlington and the chapters since leaving the lakeside. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode. Well, Mike, how you doing? Thanks for joining us today. Doing well, Carson. It's uh,
2: it's been quite the uh, quite the year, but I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, and and know that uh, you know, Darlington is is still uh, still on the East Coast, swinging away, making sure that uh, that that um, kids are learning and, and having a great time. So, I'm absolutely. I'm, Happy to be here.
1: Well, we're thrilled to, uh, you know, really kind of be kicking off this podcast series, and happy to connect with you. And uh, tell me, where are you over on the West Coast? I know L.A., but give me the specifics. Down. I am.
2: I am heart of L.A. Downtown okay. L.A. Um, no. Literally looking at the the one ten freeway um, as we uh, as we chat here. So Incredible. heart in the uh, heart in the middle of all of it.
1: Absolutely. Well, I was reflecting before our chat today, Mike, uh, I thought, when was the first time I met Mike? So this would have been career day, January 2020. You were on campus, you'd flown in, of course, uh, connecting with students, chatting a bit about your path and so forth, uh, which we're most appreciative of. And it was a quick introduction, so I'm glad to do a little more in-depth chatting today. And um before we really kind of dig into your path post Darlington and the chapter since being at Darlington, let's just go back to where it all started for us and our connection, right? So uh, yeah. and your affiliation with the school. Um, how'd you land at Darlington for your education? Let's jump in there.
2: Yeah, so um, I vividly remember the, the day um, mm-hmm. sitting in my middle school classroom, my middle school French classroom, and um, there was uh, there was a, a school proctor going around handing out flyers, um, mm-hmm. you know, for a uh, for a program to go to private school, go to boarding school. Okay. And I was like now, where, ah, where was your middle is? school,
1: Mike? Where was this? School? Uh, it,
2: it was in Marietta, Georgia. You're so Marietta? I was, I was right, out, um, you know, right outside of um, right outside of Atlanta. And, Absolutely. Um, it was for a program called a Better Chance. And, um, I went through, um, you know, filled out all the paperwork, went home, said, mom, this is something I really want to do. And she said, you know what, let's, let's go through, let's fill out all the paperwork. Let's see what happens. Um, fast forward, took all of, um, took all of the standardized testing that was, um, you know, that was needed and fast forward, uh, you know, thirteen-year-old Mike shows up, um, shows up on a uh, on on day one of boarding school and cue the tears. It was um it was incredible how how pumped I was prior, and then I remember vividly, and my mom will tell you this as well, driving through those gates and sure. the, the waterworks just started. Um, you know, and it was it was definitely a challenge to, uh, to be away from home at, you know, at, at an incredibly young age. Um, But honestly, stepping out of the car and, um, and meeting some of the students and, um, and meeting Mr. And Mrs. Zimmer, um, Mm. you know, back then immediately put my mind hard at ease. And I remember just not being able to wait until, uh, until mom drove away.
1: Man, that's incredible. And so, Refresh out through those gates, and then that was the, the start of that four-year path, right, as a four-year boarder at Darlington. And, 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 and through those four years, I know, you know, as, as is the model for, for many of our students, you probably tried your hands at a variety of activities and organizations and clubs. And um, maybe share with us kind of what your campus involvement was and kind of what your profile was there as far as involvement in extracurriculars.
2: Yeah. So while, while in the dorms, um, I was a prefect for, I want to say three out of the, uh, three out of the four years. Um, yep. And then, uh, I was in band for all four years. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, um, uh, tried my hand at football for three years had okay. NFL dreams that that obviously didn't come true, um, <laughs> and then um, and then I ran track for the uh, the final two years as well. So, I okay. tried to to be as active um, to be as active and just trying as uh, trying out as many different things as I uh, as I possibly could.
1: Well, absolutely, and and uh, concerning your, your your academics and your classes, I, I'd certainly be remiss to not ask a favorite instructor come to mind, a favorite faculty member, a teacher. Perhaps yeah, so stories that come along with that answer.
2: Yeah, I will have to say um, Mrs. Dodd in, okay. in chemistry would would have to be my number one, followed really closely by uh, uh, by Miss Natalie Welch. Um mm-hmm back, uh, back during those, my, my French class days. So I would say those were, those were the two, the piece that stands out to me that I remembered the most though, is the the physics boat race. And every time I come mm. back to, mm-hmm. um, every, t- every time I come back to, to campus and students ask what stood out to you the most, it's that boat race, because I remember <laughs> literally pretty much walking slash swimming the entire lake. So, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, that was, that was the beginning and the end to my physics, uh, my physics, physics career, so um, so yeah, here we are.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I, I mean, what a tradition. I know a lot of uh, fervor surrounding that event each year, no doubt. Um, so you graduated in 2004, yes, and um, pursued your degree, I know that. Walk me through really kind of uh, what that path was for you. you. You wrapped up at UT Knoxville, and- yep. You started at Barry College, I believe. Um just tell me a little yep. bit about kind of your studies and that academic pursuit and path.
2: <laughs> so it's an interesting one, and i I think this will, I mean, speak to some of our some of what I'm sure will come up later in this conversation um, mm-hmm. would be my advice to students because mm-hmm. honestly, my path wasn't linear by any stretch of the imagination. Um, yes. I went to Barry um, with the, um, you know, with the goal of being a surgeon, you know, that was, that was going to be my thing. Um, I went to Barry, started out in pre-med, um, did all of my pre-med classes. And then Mm -hmm. I hit, I believe it was organic chemistry two, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. realized that medicine wasn't for me. Um, so I, um, I then really had to take a, a long, hard look internally and say, what do you want? What do you want to do? Um, sure. you know, and, and I think some of the reason why the, the medical path didn't work out for me is I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And, and I want to make sure that people know that it's Okay because things will change and, and you will be completely fine. Um, but realized, Hey, I love people. I love business. Let's, you know, let's look at what marketing, um, you know, let's look at what marketing and, and logistics looks like. Yes. Um, so I changed my major, honestly, I want to say midway through my sophomore year, which, you know, okay. in, in, in many, in many people's eyes would be, you know, what do you do? People would right. say, "What are you doing? Like you're oh, almost job. done. You're almost there. Just finish. You know, just follow through." And it was just one of those things that I realized I knew I wasn't passionate about it anymore, and I yes. needed to make a change. Yeah. Um. So I started taking my business classes. Um. And I remember sitting down in one of my marketing, uh, one of my marketing classes, and uh, my professor pulls me aside um, after after an exam, and I'm like, "Oh no, am I in trouble?" And sure. he goes, "Mike." Look, he was like, um, he was like, I, you are a bright, bright guy. He was like, I, you need to be at a bigger school. And I, I was taken aback because, Hey, my tuition is essentially paying his salary and for him to pull me aside. And, and I mean, just, just look me in the eye and say hey i see more for you um immediately that got the you know that got the 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 engine turning in my head um so i eventually transferred to um to ut knoxville um uh enrolled in um as a marketing logistics major and um graduated in 2010 so i took the i took the the six-year uh the (laughs) six-year path but um you know well worth it absolutely
1: and, and, and I, yeah, the, the more robust programming, essentially, and academic, you know, really kind of opportunities at UT, it sounds like made more sense for your path. Um, historically, 2010, of course, that uh, for any, any young college graduate, 0- 08, 09, 10, you know, was an interesting time to enter the job market. So were, was it kind of like, you know, graduation day, May 15th, straight into your first job right after? Or how did that shake down?
2: Yeah, so I I wish I could say the the, the sparkling story continued, but um, you know it was it was tough. 2010 was mm-hmm. was a really tough time, and mm-hmm. not to take away from anyone entering into the job market today, obviously, but sure. um, it was it was incredibly challenging because as a marketing major in a time where um, the 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 just the, the workforce was at a really tough time where companies weren't really looking to hire brand new grads to try things out when companies were struggling. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that pushed me to, and I remember my last semester, I mean, literally applying to probably hundreds of jobs and nothing yes. landing, um, yes. you know, it was incredibly, incredibly challenging. And, um, I eventually landed on um, a sales opportunity in Dallas with a company called ADP. And ADP, um, most people listening to this podcast, you are probably paid in some way, shape, or form. Or someone in your family is paid via ADP. Um, They're a large, uh, large payroll processor. And they gave me my first shot. Um, so I moved to, uh, moved to Dallas right after, um, probably two weeks after graduation, um, packed up my little, uh, my little convertible coupe with all of the, all of the things that I owned. And it's insane because all of the things that I own fit in a coupe, um, you know, and, and got on the road and, and started driving to, uh, started driving to Dallas.
1: Wow, that's amazing! And so you pivoted out to Dallas, Texas, right after your time at UT Knoxville, um, and really kind of the the path since you've worked in the variety of, uh, of organizations. I know you've had a variety of roles, right? So it's been some more sales. You've been on kind of the um, from some understanding development teams at different, at different organizations. Um, and, and again, have navigated and pivoted both geographically and industry wise a few times. Um, but one thing I want to extract from, from that path in general is the, you know, uh, well and we'll get to what for whom you're working now, but some of the, the titans of industry with whom you've worked, right? Um currently and presently Netflix, but also Facebook and um ATT as well, I believe was was along the path. And yep. it caused and me to Google,
2: think Google sprinkled in there as well.
1: Google, excuse me. I mean, just just I mean, we keep rattling the names. It's phenomenal. And and it and it caused me to think that I wanted to to ask you, you know, what you've enjoyed most. And working with, again, these, these basically titans of industry, right? I mean, yeah. these are, these are massive organizations and what you've through each of them individually and then collectively enjoyed most and those experiences.
2: Yeah. So my, um, my time at Google was, was great and it was my first foray into what is tech. And, okay. um, you know, prior to, prior to Google, honestly, I, I wasn't, Terribly familiar with the tech industry. I okay. I knew that I used the products and all of that good stuff as well, but I never saw it as a place for me, honestly. So, um, so it was one of those things that um you know that 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 was my my first dip into walking into the office and lunch being you know breakfast lunch dinner being provided to you and all the snacks and drinks and all of these things Right. Um, so that was that was incredible in itself and just seeing how a company of that um you know of that sort of cultural and technical, um, influence okay. operated from the, you know, from the, from the inside. Um, right. so my time at Google was great. My time at, at Facebook was incredible as well, because mm-hmm. I joined Facebook, um, back when Facebook had maybe three or 4,000 employees, um, sure. you know, and Facebook is, uh, probably pushing the 50, 60,000 employee mark now. So, um, mm-hmm. Facebook was still, at a very early stage. We had just acquired WhatsApp. Um, Instagram had just been acquired a few years before. So Uh Facebook isn't what you think of it today. Um, You know, and and that in itself was incredible because that, um, you know, Facebook really took a chance on me and and Facebook, um, you know, really, were the ones responsible for bringing me out to the West Coast and and yes. um, allowing me to continue my, uh, my my growth path from there.
1: And that was your first step into working as a recruiter, too. Is is that is that accurate? Or you're doing that with Google as well, and then with Facebook?
2: Yeah, um, and you know the the I mean, stepping into a recruiting role, um, mm-hmm. honestly, it was a matter of networking um, yes. and knowing the right people and and yes. being at the right place at the right time. And it's interesting because. Um, it was all due to a post, a Facebook post. And it's, it's <laughs> yeah. funny how that all comes full circle. Sure. Yeah, no um, doubt. there was a Facebook post from a, uh, from a close friend who said, Hey, is anybody interested in working for Google? And I was like, that's a silly question. Of course, yeah. why not? Yeah. Who wouldn't? Right. Um, so I raised my hand and she said, Hey, I'm moving to Austin, okay. um, and the team is looking for recruiters, and I was like, I mean, I honestly couldn't even tell you what a recruiter does. Um, sure. But you know, I have a sales background. I, you know, is it even worth me sending in my resume? Um, she gets back to me the next day, and she says, Hey, actually, the um, the manager who is hiring actually comes from a sales background. He likes your resume. He likes your background. He wants to talk. Fast forward, um, you know, through the interview process, they're like, hey, let's do it. Can you move to Austin in a week? <laughs> so wow, right um, from Dallas, yes, at that yep, point, from- from from Dallas. So right. I told them I can't move in a week. Um, give me two and I'll make it happen. I had to sublease my apartment again, uh, pack up all of my belongings. This time I had enough for a uh, for a moving truck um, and um, and move down uh, with a, a close buddy of mine to, uh, to Austin, Texas.
1: Wow. And then a pivot even further west. Um, and that was to San Francisco for that recruiting role, of course, with yep. Facebook. And then let's 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 talk about really kind of your, your pivot to what you're doing now, right? You've, you've yep. worn a few different hats with Netflix, of course, the, um, the streaming entity. And I know it extends past that as far as the, the force mm-hmm. that, that Netflix is. But let's talk about that chapter and, and kind of how you landed there.
0: A Darlington student is made up of many things, none of which is average. Darlington is helping me develop my interests, passions, and pursuits because they believe every individual has something to contribute. And only when you're 100% you are you 100% Darlington. Hi, I'm Elle Smith, a 4 year day student from Cartersville, Georgia, and I'm creating a series of paintings for Redmond Regional Medical Center for my senior ventures project. I am 47% passionate painter, 17% kid confidant, and 36% Thornwood Thinker, which makes me 100% Darlington. Find out how you can be 100% Darlington, too, by requesting a personal campus tour at www.darlingtonschool.org slash visit, or contacting admissions at darlingtonschool.org.
2: Yeah, so um, my, uh, my my time at Facebook, as I mentioned, was, was great, um, but I was ready for I was ready for a new challenge, and mm-hmm. um, I, I get an email from a Netflix recruiter um, saying, "Hey, would you be interested in, in <clears throat> you know, in, in coming over and uh, and seeing what we have to offer?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm always I'm always ears, you know, always uh always open ears. So why not? Let's let's hop in." Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, I was working on engineering recruiting at the um, at the time at Facebook. I okay. moved over to Netflix, also doing engineering recruiting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and after about a year and a half, um, the opportunity came up to raise my hand yet again um, to uh, to take on an opportunity to move to LA okay. and um, and move out of the engineering um, out of the engineering world, which I had been in for the past you know four four plus years, and mm-hmm. try something brand new scary. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, uh, my, my thing is, you know, I, I would love to live life with no regrets and I would hate to turn down an opportunity and then wonder what if later. Um, Mm -hmm. so I said, you know what, let's do it. Um, I pivoted over into post-production recruiting. Um, for about six months, um, which then ultimately landed me in my current role, um, working with and hiring, uh, studio executives for our original film team, um, as well as marketing, um, and publicity as well. So I've, I've kind of pivoted quite, uh, quite a, a different direction from, um, from engineering, but honestly, I feel like this is, this is me now, um, awesome. you know, and I, I feel like I found my calling and no one graduates thinking, Hey, I'm going to be
1: a recruiter. <laughs> um,
2: but you, you know, I, I'm here and I can, you know, I can say, uh, you know, I love every, uh, every day of it. It's a challenge. People no, no. are challenging, you know, people sure. are, are always, um, you know, people are, are challenging creatures, but you know, the, the benefit that, um, you know, that, 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 and the the benefit and the smile that i get every day um you know being able to to change someone's life but also changing the lives of millions of people around the world uh who are viewing this content
1: well and goodness i can imagine the last year has been particularly uh a, a bolster to just really subscribers right um been a big fan of Netflix. Ooh, I'm aging myself. And you might, of course, remember too, when those were just the DVDs mailed to your <laughs> mails, right? Uh, How Netflix has okay. changed,
2: huh? Just a plug. We still do DVDs. We still do it. It, it. Is, okay. uh, it is still, we are still shipping out DVDs. Yep. A little, a little more automated now. Back okay. then, um, <laughs> they were they were hand-stuffed um, and and mailed. Slightly more automated now, but uh, that is still oh. still a good part of the business.
1: Okay. Well, Mike, I have to ask this as, as Netflix has been, I mean, in, in a variety of the companies with which you've worked um, been disruptors, right? Disruptors culturally disruptors to business models in general. What's kind of the next, if, if you can with any, you know, really maybe kind of a uh, teasers provide some, what's the next disrupting element from Netflix? What do you, what's on the horizon?
2: Good question. And I, I would say that we, don't look at ourselves as disruptors. We just do what we do really well. Um, And and that is, that is our focus. And our focus right now is to provide local content and Mm -hmm. local meaning anywhere in the globe, provide that local content to a global audience. So I've spoken to so many people who have said, Oh, I've watched that German drama or I've watched that. I've watched that, that, Indian you know that Indian mini series sure. and it's like sure. that is what we're trying to um, to do best right. because we have the distribution model to where you push a button and the world can view your um, the world yes. can view your content yes. and we're trying to make the world a smaller place by making those connections, connections. And, and continuing to do that
1: okay phenomenal well that begs the question of what should we all be watching? You've probably got something at the top of the list. Tell yeah. us what you recommend. my um
2: man, what what should you be watching next? well, i'll I'll say, what I'm waiting for next is okay. uh, is like the it. the next and final season of Ozark um, yes, huge yes. huge fan uh, Jason Bateman has done an incredible job um, yes. with uh, with with Ozark um, so that's what I'm looking forward to the most um, honestly and I will I will say the the series that has taught me the most hmm. uh, was love on the spectrum and it's one of okay. those it, love it's on interesting the spectrum. because yeah, and it's interesting because it's a um, it's a dating reality focused um, show. That shows um, that shows individuals on the autism spectrum out in out in the world dating and understanding um, and seeing the sorts of challenges that um, you know that that folks dealing with autism are are you know are dealing with on a day to- day basis. and um, one of the things we always say as a company is is storytelling builds empathy. and yes. I learned so much about something that, truly and transparently, I didn't know a terrible amount about, um, you know, and, and was able to couple education with, um, with entertainment as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we have an opportunity to do a lot more of. So that would, um, you know, if, 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 if one plug, um, love on the spectrum would be something that, um, that I would have everybody take a look at.
1: Well, perfect. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, what I want to do now is uh, really kind of reflect on and, and, and wh- what your career path has been, you know, the the chapter since Darlington, the things you've absorbed, the really kind of like wisdom, advice, life hacks and so forth that you, you might offer to. To Drawington alums, um, whether it's, you know, those first few years out away from the lakeside when someone's pursuing internships or whether it's 10 years after graduation and they're looking for an entire pivot in, in what they're doing for a living, maybe anything you could offer to some of the, some of the young alums that uh, w- would love to pick your brain, your wisdom, your advice, your life hacks.
2: Yeah, I I mean, my, my big piece of advice would be to never stop learning. And mm-hmm. I know it sounds cliche, but as a salesperson, I was, I mean, there's always so much more you can learn to perfect your craft. And regardless of what you were doing, mm-hmm. you can always, there's always a next level. And my, I always, yeah. sh- I always strive to understand and be able to do my craft better than anyone else around me, regardless of what I was doing, whether I was in sales or whether I'm in recruiting now. Um, So I would say um, never stop learning, but also, um, you know, looking back and especially the Google, Facebook, and, and Netflix of it all today, if you think about it, all three of those companies, hopefully will be, will we'll outlive my generation, your generation, my, sure. you know, my, my future family generations, but all each of those companies were told at the very beginning, you are crazy. You know, from, yeah. you know, from the very beginning, Google started in a garage from from what I recall. Remember, Google was a search engine. Mm-hmm. And now Google touches billions of people around the world. Yes. Facebook, if you remember back in 2005, Facebook was just for college students. That's right. Um, and and you know, so sometimes- in Right. Yeah. Certain colleges. And then it expanded into high school. Then um, then college and high school merged. And then it opened up to the entire world. And Facebook's mission was to connect the world. And again, Mark Zuckerberg was told, you all are you are crazy, like you're not connecting the world. What are you talking about? You are social media. You're connecting college students. Um, And fast forward to Netflix back in the early 2010s what you're crazy no one's going to watch movie, you know no one's going to watch film and series over the internet you know dvds right. are the thing mm-hmm. and fast forward 9 years and here we are this is the way that we consume content um mm-hmm. you know across the world so my my piece of advice is just don't when when someone tells you something isn't possible Keep swinging away um, because truly the only way that you are going to get, um, the only way that you are going to get anywhere is by taking those no's and turning them into yeses and figuring mm-hmm. out how to make those happen. And none, neither one of these, you know, neither one of none of these companies would be where they are if they just accepted the no's that they were getting from, you know, from the rest of the industry and the, the people around them as well
1: phenomenal and keep learning turn those into yeses. i mean uh in, incredible advice and when you think of the darlington connects program and if and if a is saying i really want to connect with mike what what's really kind of something you'd be open to to you know uh i'd say really kind of helping with is is it you know open to chats with folks open to interview pointers as a recruiter i know you do that day in and day out is it Resume review. Tell tell me what what kind of interests you most as far as helping with that Darlington Connects program.
2: Yeah, honestly, Carson, I'm <clears throat> I'm open to all of the above. Um, my my job as a recruiter is to set people up in um, in a way that is going to benefit them in the future, whether it is with Netflix, whether it is not with Netflix. My job and my passion is to help change lives. And, um, you know, and if that means um, giving somebody resume pointers or giving interview pointers, um, you know, or even talking through issues, you know um, workplace issues or workplace next steps um, I'm happy to do so. Um, So I'm, I'm open to uh, open to all of the above.
1: Ah, Phenomenal. Well, It has been an absolute pleasure connecting. I appreciate you taking the time on your, what would be Friday morning to connect. And I want to wrap up our chat aside from saying thank you with a final question. And that would be for, you know, how you would tell everyone that you're a Darlington tiger without saying you're a Darlington tiger
2: man that's uh that's tough i would um if if i were walking up to somebody and I would immediately uh, be able to identify as a Darlington student or a Darlington tiger. I would say, um, and you're you're looking at me on video right now, I would say Mr. Neville, um, rest in peace, would never have allowed this uh, this this beard that I have grown. <laughs> um, so so um, that is my uh, that is my one thing. Everybody at Darlington for the past, you know, 20 30 plus years would uh would would get that so i i would say that's how that's how i would i would tip it off
1: absolutely that's a, a good one and will resonate with folks from multiple <laughs> generations no doubt. um well again mike what an absolute pleasure thanks so much for chatting today we hope to see you back on campus again soon all right and uh absolutely well, a great spring season hope to talk soon okay man
2: sounds good thanks garson
1: right, cheers take care bye-bye we're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at www.DarlingtonSchool.org podcast. If you have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at DarlingtonSchool.org.
0: The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is student produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at darlingtonschool.org podcast.